Yeah, let's get it. So we just watched this uh, episode of My Hero Academia, the very first episode. I'm not going to lie. I watched the first two. I figured figured we might as well watch through to where he actually has that final conversation at the end of the day. Okay. Instead of just ending on the rooftop. Man, you did more homework than I did. Uh, Luckily, I do know the series very well, so I can dive into the second episode. I just watched a preview for the second episode right before you walked in, because I was making sure I didn't miss anything of the final episode, of the first episode. I forgot the pacing. I thought that, for some reason, for the longest time, I thought the first episode just went all the way through that final conversation. So did I. So did I. So, yeah, they kind of hung us on a little bit there. Hold on, my bad. I need to put this on silent. Man, it's all good. What, uh, I guess I'll start us off, man. Uh, first off, thank you guys for joining us. Um, it's just, uh, it's just us today. It's been a while. It's been a while. I feel like we've been having guests. It's been kind of stressful yeah. with everything going on and trying to get things done, but I'm glad we did it. We had some good episodes though. So yeah. either way, whether we come back to home base, just us or, or with guests, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. Um, so the first episode, I just want to say the biggest thing that stood out to me is like one of the first things Deku said was all men are not created equal. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I wouldn't, I, that, that was the same shit I wrote down on my, ah, uh, dope, dope, yeah. dope. What did, what did, what did that really like? Why did that stand out to you? It stood out to me because like, it's true. It's yeah. true because at the end of the day, different people have different charismas and they show it throughout that episode. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like. I forget who he is, the wooden, the dude with the wood power. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He beat that villain, but the girl came in, she kicked everyone down, she smiled for some pictures, and you know what I mean? Just came in and took all the glory. Their charisma is not equal, but neither are their skills. He showed to be way more skilled, mm-hmm. you know? And then again with Deku, like, he can't, he has no power. Yeah. You know, and it's it's cool because we know, he says at the beginning, this is how I become the number one hero. So it's a story of overcoming. Yeah. Playing the cards you were dealt. Mm. Yeah. And I guess, you know, that's kind of why it stood out to me as well, too, is like the cards I was dealt. We've talked about it ad nauseum at this point, but cards I was dealt was starting late in the game, injuries. Um, And then just my own disbelief in myself uh, and just trying to uh, and just trying to like figure out how to overcome uh, you know, my own insecurities and figuring out how to be a man, but also, you know, still help other people out. You know what I'm saying? No, I know exactly what you're saying. Because at the, at the end of the day, like, everyone everyone comes across it at a different time. But I, that, that another thing that episode touches on, other than just, like, not all men are created equal, but to really dive deep in the playing the hand you were dealt, Whenever he charged, he didn't. He didn't have to charge in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that was, for all sense and purposes, that's his bully, bro. Mm-hmm. And I know me as a kid, I would have never. I would have been like bum. Mm. <laughs> I would have been, you're a bum. Take that. Yeah. And I would have just thought of all the fucked up shit he did to me. But it shows how great of a person he is. It shows why he's going to become the number one here. And honestly, you know that you said that makes me spawn to something on my trip. So on my trip, I've been thinking a lot about just how to move forward in life. And one of the biggest things that I realized is that I'm not kind enough. Like as a person, like, yeah, I'm a good person. I'm a, I'm a nice person, but I'm not kind enough. And I think there's a difference. And 
Deku, I always say I embody Deku, but there's a reason why I mess with Bakugo. Bakugo's not kind. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> and so... <laughs> no, hell no. Uh, the, the, what spawned this was on my trip, we were on the plane and we're heading to, uh, we're heading, I don't know, we're leaving the country, whatever, it doesn't matter. We're leaving the country and there's just a guy, he looks like he could have been like ex-CIA, ex-Special Forces, just six foot three, six foot five, just kind of like a Sylvester Stallone in like old Rambo type, just, and he has a hat on. And on the back of it, it just says, God just wins. And throughout this whole time in his plane, I'm watching him, and he's helping every last person with their bags. He's putting them up in the, in the overhead uh, containers, and he's just, you know, these women get on with their kids. He ushers them to their seat. Now, he could be the U.S. Marshal, 100%, because he has that vibe, right? But... The fact that like he was just going, I felt like he was going out of his way to be kind to people when he had no obligation to was something that just kind of was like, man, that dude's a really kind person. He is an example for me to look at of who I want to be. You know, it's funny. I, I live with my, my example. Like, I'm, I'm very much a, you get what you put in, you work hard for what you get, and mm -hmm. you mind your own business and go about your life type of person. My lady cannot go a day without helping someone. And it's like, it's not like a fake thing. It's not like it's something she like legitimately just does on impulse. Mm -hmm. um, people, animals, um, family, like it, it doesn't matter her relation to them. And like, that's something I've always admired for her. But where to her, it just comes naturally. It has to be like a conscious like decision for me. Yeah, it's same. not something that I would like. I wouldn't have sprung into action like Deku did. Like I just kind of would have been like, "Oh damn, that shit sucks." I hope they figure that out. Yes, and keep it moving. And like, it doesn't make me not kind, but it's not kind to not help. You know what I mean? Exactly. And uh, I sometimes I try and be better, you know, but it's a hard, it's a hard struggle, especially when you factor in trying to be a good partner, trying to make bills, trying to like get better at jujitsu and like temper your ego and like it's a, it's a struggle life's a struggle man yeah it, it definitely bro <laughs> it definitely it definitely is man like and it's it's always ups and downs like you're not always gonna be in the best place like it just really comes down to how you get like how you decide to get through it man like you can't just you, you have to have your outlets yeah yeah so what do you think, after watching the first episode um, and the second episode again, what do you think you can kind of take from that as far as like when you're down, how to get up and how to keep going forward, how to keep that wrestler mindset? <laughs> that's my new, that's my new, that's my new mantra for life. Like, dude, don't compromise the mission and forward. Look, you're going to get me beat up by some wrestlers one day if they ever go back and check that, but... What honestly, so one thing that I took from the first two episodes that kind of goes off of that, they say all men aren't created equal, but they show from the very beginning that Deku has the best power of all of them. 
There's no six-year-old in this world that can get told, oh, you're not going to have powers like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And their, immediately just, their immediate response, even after their mom is like, I'm sorry, you can't do this, is, well, fine, if you don't believe me, I'm going to show everybody. At six, that's a resolve that people don't get as adults. That's a resolve that, like, all people aren't created equal. Yeah. And that resolve's arguably more important than whatever else everyone else got going on. Yeah. So, so I, that, that's one thing I took out of this. Like, it emu- like that can emulate life. Like when you can build that resolve. Like not everyone's gonna have it at six, but if you can build that resolve, you're gonna go places. Yeah. Um. Man, you know that's it's interesting you say that because right now, and I'm sure you've struggled with this too, is moving from gyms and settling in and trying to find your place in the grander scheme of jujitsu that resolve and like what is your why why are you here what is my resolve for being here right now and you know before it was like to help the team but now not having a team like it's like what is my resolve what is pushing me forward I think I think at the end of the day it should be exactly what you said in the last episode it's you have a goal in mind to become the best martial artist, the best practitioner, mm. the best that you can be to eventually start your school, to eventually yeah. build your team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right now you're you're a teammate on someone else's team. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, you want to build your own gym. You want to start your own jujitsu, like your own little corner of the jitsu community. Yeah. So I think it should be that. Like, you're still going to these schools, learning how to build an atmosphere, learning like what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and also just kind of taking away different skill sets that you like. Because that's at the end of the day, all of these brands are doing the same shit. Mm. They're all doing some form of jiu-jitsu. At the end of the day, an armbar is an armbar is an armbar. Yeah, no matter yeah. what position you get it from, it's an armbar, you know? Yeah. But... What's different is the culture. What's different is how the people are treated. What's different is like, do we push competition or is this an everybody type gym? Yeah. Are we a welcoming place for women or are we just? We're here to pick up women. A bunch know? of yeah, and like creeps. <laughs> I, and like it, if it happens organically, that's one thing. But yeah. if you're if you're the heavy breather at the corner of the mat, bro, you're gonna get beat up and shift out on that one. On that <laughs> big one. facts, but big facts. I think I think if that's your end goal, you should be going to these different gyms and looking at those things. Yeah, and I am. Um, and honestly, I don't even know if my end goal is to build something of my own anymore. Um, for a while there, I thought that was what I wanted to do. Uh, even, no, I don't want to get into that. Um, uh, you are, we'll talk about it offline. Right. But uh, for a while there, it was like, oh, I have to kind of do my own thing. Like Matlock Jiu-Jitsu, my last name has to mean something in some fashion. I honestly don't care about that anymore. It's like what avenue is going to spread Jiu-Jitsu the most and is going to help the most people develop that self-confidence within themselves and develop an ability to protect themselves in a worst case scenario. And so if that requires me to like saying, Hey, I don't need to do Matlock jujitsu, then whatever. It's never been about me from the get go. Yeah. So I feel that. So like even, even then it still sounds like if you want to 
help people build confidence and help people learn how to protect themselves or or get out of jujitsu, whatever they need to get out of it, mm-hmm. you still would want to be a coach or something. So even if it's not your own brand, it's still looking at the qualities of a professor and looking at the qualities of running a gym that you like, that you appreciate and that you gravitate towards. Yeah. So you can be that for the next person. No. Yeah. No, honestly, um, you know, Jimmy and Alex, I'm training at both gyms. I feel like they both have those qualities that I, that I'm looking for in a, in a coach and a professor. Um, they're, they're solid stand-up dudes, and they seem to be not about the BS. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, politics of jiu-jitsu and all that crap. Like, it's, it's, it's nauseating it sometimes. It, it's funny because, like, whenever I first got into jiu-jitsu and I, was, I thought I was going to want to be a competitor and, like, want to just get heavy in the shit, like, I was all about the politics. I knew everything going on. I knew all this. But, like, as I've just kind of fell back into, like, I'm going to do my thing. If you want me to teach you something or tell you something or if you want to have a conversation about why things work for me and don't work for me or work for you and don't work for you, that's cool. But the politics, I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't give a fuck. I'll be, I'll be, I'm I'm not going to watch the fight that Gordon Ryan finally loses until they tell me Gordon Ryan lost and then I'm going to go back and watch it. Yeah. But it just, it's just a bunch of, like, Chest pumping to me, bro. Like, yes, I've been seeing a lot of like interviews with like jujitsu guys that like they're high level dudes, but like we're not we're not talking about your skill anymore at this point. We're talking about <laughs> politics, yeah, you know? or how much money I'm making because of this match or whatever. I think I think that's kind of important. Yeah, I think that part's important. Well, why? Wait, let me ask you. Why do you think it's important? I don't think it's important in like a capacity for like them to be like, oh, I get paid more, or I'm the highest. But jujitsu is starting to turn that corner. Yeah, and it's important for them to talk about like, yeah, I am getting paid to do certain shows. I am so no one's getting taken advantage of. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be as jujitsu takes its professional turn and people start getting like monetized for their skill. There's gonna be a lot of people getting ripped off. There's going to be a lot of people not getting paid what they're worth. And if these conversations are had out in the open up front, I think it's going to lessen that chance. Not yeah. make it zero, but. So here, here's a big question that I have for you. Do you think that you're good enough to get paid to do jujitsu? <sighs> yeah, it's a question for me, too. <laughs> That's a hard question just because I don't have a lot of, like, tournaments under my belt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've always performed decently well. You know, mm-hmm. I've never, like, overall, I've definitely won more, like, matches than I've lost. I've only lost three, but... Same, same. Well, I, I don't know how many, but... At, but at the end of the day... Skill wise, I say I'll say that I'm confident that I'll go in there and I'll I'll hang with anyone and if they submit me, they submit me. Yeah. If I submit them, I submit them. But like I don't think anyone's gonna just wipe the floor with me. But I don't think I have the I guess following to get paid. You know what I mean? So as a complete like what they're looking for, mm-hmm. I think I'd ha I have half. Okay. You know, I have I I'm I have the the willingness and the ability to compete. But I don't have the persona. 
I kind of feel the same way about myself. Um, what's, what's born that question is you're talking about the money and I had a conversation with one of my teammates the other day. He was like, yo, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put my gym on the map and I'm trying to get paid. And I'm like, low key, that's kind of what this is too. Right. Like, but I just don't believe I can because of all my injuries. Right. Like, so it, it makes me second guess my jujitsu. It makes me question if I'm good at jujitsu sometimes. And like like you, man, uh, my my tournaments, I've won more than I've lost. Um, and the ones that I've lost, I'll be honest with you, I really think I just ran against more talented people. It's not because my mindset wasn't there. It's just those people were more talented at that time. And I got to figure out how to stay consistent with my diet. And listen, not even consistent, discipline. You know what I'm saying? Discipline with my diet so I can... I guess, test my belt and see if I can get paid for this. Because at the end of the day, we want to get paid, bro. We ain't trying to freaking, like, you think we're putting this podcast on because, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's nice. But I'm trying to get that money, bro. You know, it's everything Everything takes time to grow, bro. Like, I think I was telling you about one of my favorite podcasts. Honestly, I think when I started watching it because one of the main dudes, the first episode I watched, he was talking about how he does jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And... He's, I don't think he's ever talked about it again since, <laughs> but it was enough to like pull me in. Mm-hmm. But I've been listening to them for like two years, bro. What, what podcast is it? It's called Shits and Gigs. I think I know that one. Super dark. Like they're, they're from the UK. One's like mm-hmm. a super dark black dude, and then it's a light skin. Yeah, and they got a bunch of they got a bunch of anime stuff in the background. I think they even have uh, some My Hero stuff back bro, there. The, so I know one of them's a. Big like my hero fan, you know. But yeah. they're that they, they like over this last like year and a half, dude. Mm-hmm. Like blew up. Yeah, I just started watching them because uh, DJ Da, my boy down in San Diego, put me on them. Um, and he's like, yeah, check them out. So. Yeah, they're funny as shit. They're funny okay, as shit. Well. but I I don't know. Like for me, it's I don't like to. It, it's hard for me to keep the to keep the ego at bay at times. You know, I had yeah. a lot of I had a decent success athletically. So the more I dive into competitions, the more I start having to get into that routine of okay, I'm going to train, I'm going to cut weight, and I'm also going to go out on the mat and eat the fuck eat whatever the fuck's in front of me in tournaments in class. And the more I do that, the more I allow myself to just live in that energy, the more that like the ego starts to come and the more I'm going to want to start competing. And in a way to get monetized, I feel like that's kind of what I have to do. Yeah. And like I haven't talked about it much with you, but technically I'm a ma- this is my first year in masters because I turned 30 this year. In mm. jiu-jitsu, it's not if you're already 30, it's the year you turn 30. Copy. Okay. So, you know, and everyone pays attention to fucking masters. So, mm, I will, I'll be in Japan around the time, but. That's in uh, March, right? Yeah. I mean, there's one in August, too. If you want to prep for that, we can do I it. I think I want to prep for Worlds in October. Mm-hmm. Just because we'll talk about it but i do i do plan on doing like some small nagas and shit yeah. just in like may and then i got japan in july so we'll we'll make a run for it but 
I I really think like Nogi's too fast for me to like really make a competitive run. I think I have to do Gi just because my knees. I get that. I love Nogi just because. Same. Just because I know I know how athletic I can be, and just the size of my body makes it really difficult to deal with. Like like you know, we've rolled together, but like it's I, you can't grab me. Yeah. And then. The only thing about Nogi at a at a, like a high level, bro. If I blow my knee out, I'm gonna be devastated. Like I'll be so mad that I played 16 consecutive years of football, never had a knee injury, and then I come out here and I like blow my knee doing jujitsu. Well, then I think what we need to do is set up knee proto. We need to make that our priority. Like really prioritize being consistent and disciplined with knee recovery, strength exercises, and. Making sure we do, if we're going to compete, do everything across the board to give us the most possible a chance at success. Yeah, and that, and that's another thing about competing. I I want to I want to like if I'm going to compete in like bigger tournaments, I want to be able to just dive back into that like meathead mentality and wake up and work out and then go mm. and then train and then you know what I mean but I've just been so steeped in like comfortable bliss me and my girlfriend waking up and you know bro I sent you one 5 a.m. text I need to get a response back <laughs> and dude yeah, I said yeah. I was gonna send you a bunch remember I told you if you're gonna do that you have to call me and then, and then even then I can't guarantee I'm not gonna be like what the fuck I haven't I haven't been there man I've, I've had so much like being back from this trip is this last couple of weeks has been a lot on me and I'm not trying to like no make excuses it's just been a lot and you know, I keep saying the way the world is on my shoulders, but the only way through is, you know, only way out is through. So forward. That's that's all I know right now. Yeah, wrestler wrestlers have a have a you know, they have a good mantra, but mm-hmm. you know, there's a limit. There's a limit. You gotta you gotta temper how fast you're going forward sometimes. Yeah, but, and go ahead. But I agree with you, man. Um I've told you I have a lot of plans. I'm kinda I trying to slide up out of California eventually, but we were just talking about it today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just I moved I moved here for the jujitsu. I moved here for the fun. I moved here for and like now that I'm older and I'm not twenty one, twenty two, twenty three anymore, like I've been there, done that. It's not now you're just charging me a lot of money because you think you have good weather. <laughs> it's not enough. Yo. So <laughs> Me and my lady were talking today, so we went on a walk today, and we are just talking about older people. I was like, oh, you'll slow down when you get older, and it'll happen. I was like, man, bump y'all old people. Y'all don't know. I'm going to rock till the wheels fall off. I ain't never slowing down. We're like, yo, we got to get out the city. <laughs> we were like, we got to get out the city ASAP. We can't be here. I think it's crazy that I'm 29, and I be telling my cousin, back in my day, like whenever I was a kid, and I used to hate that. I yeah. used to hate it. And it's so crazy that it's gone like a full one, like a full one eighty for me. Yeah. And then at that, like, how am I old at twenty nine, bro? I think like you're just. I think you. This is why I mess with you, right? Is because I feel like you're more mature, right? And you see what is, what is important, and what is important is not the newest gi 
It's not the newest shoes. It's not the newest car. It's not the latest iPhone. It's not all this insipid stuff that people were attaching themselves to and idolizing. Go ahead. <laughs> well, my bad. I know we're more, down a more serious path, but uh, it, you, when you said the newest gear, just reminded me of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro, one of the first gyms I was at in California, it was um, Gracie San Diego, Gracie Baja San Diego off Claremont. Mm-hmm. There was this dude named Shad. I still get nightmares of Shad, bro. Shad. Why? I don't I don't know. So Shad was an older, like forty seven year old mm-hmm. like electrician. His kids went to the to the gym. Nicest guy in the world. He was a murderer, bro. He was a murderer. And not like a jujitsu. He ran the striking classes, bro. He kicked mm. dents into all the pads, like he was terrifying. And then he'd be like he'd in in a role, he'd beat you up. Mm-hmm. Like he'd demolish you and then hit you with it. You're getting so much better, man. Uh, and if you knew him, you know that's a good idea. <laughs> like, You're getting so much better. Yeah. Nah, dude. He made me feel like a child. But that was the thing. He had old, beat up, disgusting geese. Mm-hmm. They all, like, you could tell he'd been wearing them for years, and dudes would just come in, like, yeah, I got the new, you know, I got the new gee. That shit don't matter when you win against Shad. The new gi got folded (laughs) with you in that shit. It looked looked real clean folded up. Yeah, no. But yeah, and he he used to openly say that, like, you can have all the new gis you want, man. (laughs) I'm still going to kick your ass. Yeah, and no, he would just end it right there. You can have all the new gis you want. Mm. And then he'd just give you the look. That's respect. See... Honestly, that's what I aim to be at someday. I don't know. It's scary to even think that I could be that good, right? But that that's kind of the goal, right? What, what belt was he? So he actually got his black belt while I was there. He got his black belt at a comp out at CompNet by like Carlos Gracie. Respect. So he was he was a beast, dude. But honestly, though. You are that good to somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you're somebody, Shad. And if you're not yet, you're going to be. Because yeah. jujitsu isn't, like, it doesn't end. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, the people you train with now aren't the last people you're going to train with. That yeah. is something to think about. I always, you know, I kind of look at things as like, oh, I'm at this gym. These are the last people I'll ever train with. You're right. They're not the last people I'm going to train with. Yeah, and you wouldn't want them to be either. Yeah. You know? Although, go ahead. Like, no matter how good they are. You know, you, you want to grow. You want to learn. You want to see new from new places, you know? Yeah. And that's why I'm cross-training right now is this is, is because I want to grow. And I feel that Misfits has a solid bunch of black belts. They have a solid group of black belts that I can learn something each from. Like, go ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry, you just look like you're gonna say something, um, and I'm trying to be aware of that because I'm trying to be a good, like a good conversationalist. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, Misfits has a solid group of black belts that I feel I can learn a lot from, and you know, Forge is the same way. Um, just a lot of knowledge across the board, and I just feel that if I want to be like that, Chad, I gotta learn everything I can, and I have to take it in humbly, and I have to just forward oh yeah you know what i mean well the, the thing is is like that's a, that's all that's all the jujitsu you know what i mean like it, everyone who sticks to it 
becomes a bad like they eventually become a bad dude like how many times have you pulled up to a gym and you just write someone off because you're like he doesn't look like he's really about that Mm -hmm. and he's he's fucking amazing yes you know what i mean it's and at at one point he probably he probably was someone you should write off but he stuck to it and that's the thing about all the higher belts they just stuck to it like dude i was a blue belt for a long time bro like Nick, Nick, remind me to send you a picture of my blue belt, bro. <laughs> what it looks like. It doesn't even look blue. It looks white. Bro, I plan to bleed. Like, honestly, the only reason why, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before, but the only reason why I've ever wanted to become a purple belt is so I can make money teaching. That's it. Yeah. Other than that, I'll sit at blue belt till the day that I die. I don't care. Well, he, even then, bro, like... There, there, there's a lot that comes into it just because you have traveled. You yeah. have jumped around schools. Um, so I don't know why some schools do it, but like whenever you transfer to a school, sometimes you got to wait twice as long for yeah. whatever reason. And every school has their criteria to being to like how they promote or whatever, or like however they're like, whatever they are looking for, whatever they want to do, do they have to make a certain amount of money off you? Like these are like, and that one's something I've actually heard, bro. Yeah. The money they have to make. Yeah. I kind of, it's annoying. Um, it's annoying, but I kind of get it right. Um, in the sense of you have to, like I said, like I said this before, pay your tuition to your school because you are getting a degree in jujitsu. Yeah. Um, so I understand that, but I don't like being looked at as like a number, so to say. I, so like again, again, I I do get it, you know. Yeah. I definitely do get it because like you're not you're not giving out knowledge for free, and with r- ranking comes credibility. Yeah, you know. So I sh- and I shouldn't even say credibility, but like like you said, people have been blue belts forever. I, there's I know a brown belt who's been a brown belt for like seven years. So like at this point it's like it's yeah those cases he's done his time yeah but I, I I do get it yeah but at the end of the day it's like those are things that deter people from mm-hmm. like getting into the sport and then on top of that to me it's just a scare tactic yeah because it's like oh you started here but if you leave here it's gonna take you a long time to. To progress and people really love, you know how we are in jujitsu. We really love those stripes, dog. I hate stripes. I no, I hate stripes. I almost feel like a like 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 a I don't know a phony when I'm like I'm a three stripe blue belt. But it's like also there's that juxtaposition of like I've earned those stripes, so it's like uh, torn. I don't mind stripes, but weirdly enough, the brown, the the belt that I've always been excited to become is brown. Mm. Like I don't know why. Like just because I've always looked at them as like the killers. Like I've always known black belts to be cool, chill. Like I want to be your friend. I'm not trying to beat you up. I'm trying to teach you. Yeah. And then like I said, the brown belts in the corner salivating. Like come on, let me add them. Let me let me add them. So I've always like that's the belt that I was like I can't wait till I'm there. Okay. I've enjoyed my I've enjoyed my jujitsu like journey. Yeah, uh, like I've I've met some cool people, I've met some bad dudes, I've met some dudes who you know they're really cool guys. Not that good on the mat, you know. <laughs> you know. I feel like my journey. I need to hear the second part of what you learned from that episode because we kind of trailed off a little bit um, from my hero. 
because uh, we jumped in. But I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to okay, let you okay. think about that. And uh, I, damn, now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I got I got you. The, so the, for me, the, second, the first thing I took away was pretty much like expanding on the not everyone's created equal, right? Yeah. And then just pretty much the, the resilience he had from a young age. The second thing I took away from that episode is like, it, and whether it's life, whether it's jujitsu, whether it's you're always going to have the haters, bro. Like, like I forgot because I've watched a good amount of that show. Yeah. All my, all my said the wrong answer too, bro. Off the jump. And like, for your favorite hero to be like, no, bro, you can't be a hero, Mm -hmm. you know? And like doubling down, he broke him. Like that was the end of him. Yeah. And, but, Fortunately for him, it's who he is to be a hero. Like, it's just him, you know? But his mom was a hater. The doctor, like, everyone put him down his whole life. His school treated him terribly. Mm-hmm. They, like, took his little book, burned it, threw it in the little koi pond, you know? Like, that's just adversity. It's like, it's, it's like another hurdle that's in the way. But... It's again, it's that resilience. It all comes down to playing the cards that you were dealt, whether yeah. it's on the mat, whether it's in life, you know, and in like my hero has that theme. Yeah, it does. And, uh, you know, resilience, I guess that should be the overarching message for getting through anything that's tough. Um, I got a tournament coming up this weekend, it's gonna be tough. How so? Uh, like I told you, I had time off. Um, I'm still feeling slow. I'm feeling like I'm missing a step. And I don't know if it's just like doubting my own self, doubting my own jujitsu in the moment. You know, like I said, selling into the new gym, the transition of it all. Um, and I got good training partners like at, at both places, but it's still like I'm slow. Like I'm not, not something's not clicking. I get you. It's like it, it's it's like it's like any sport, bro. Like when basketball, when you're shooting, you have a shooting rhythm, and whenever you take a break, your rhythm's off. Yeah. You know, football quarterbacks have their rhythm. Jiu-jitsu, in a weird way, has its own rhythm. Like you, you have so much that you know and that you can do, but at the end of the day, you still have your natural flow of things based off of what you feel, and it's just kind of like out of whack. You know, when you take that break, when you jump from one place, or even if you're not comfortable rolling in your environment yet, just because it's a new school, yeah, it just throws your rhythm off. And like, I'm kind of, I felt that the same. That's why I told you I kind of let everyone do their thing for a while. Yeah. At, uh, <laughs> until that dude pissed me off. But that's, a, you know, whatever. That's what I yeah. I'm trying to get you to come train out at Georgia <laughs> and Misfits at least once, man. Well, I told um, you I paid I paid cash, so yeah. I can legitimately this month I can legitimately train wherever I want. Oh, so yeah. I was thinking about going to Misfits. Um, it really just it, the one with the best parking is probably going to win my loyalty. Like I went to Henzo's and I was like, the school is cool, the people are cool, everything's lit. The parking situation makes me want to pick my car and throw it across the city. Yeah. If I was that strong, you know? Yeah. Hated the parking. But everything else about the school was lit. I loved it. I keep telling you, Mariposa, two blocks away, great parking. Just got to walk two blocks. Bro, I did. 
I did. You have to remember, I go to class at like six, seven o'clock at night, uh, so the parking's already filled up. Yeah. So like, Mariposa was you know filled what? to the brim. Let me let me let me let me see if I can pull some strings. I got I got the gate code. To get you in the gate. Let me let me see if I can pull some strings bro. for you, bro. <laughs> if my car is patoed, I'll be devastated. <laughs> <laughs> nah, actually, it's funny. I just uh, don't even. I was talking about it offline. Yeah, but um, yeah, that episode it touched me, and it, it also made me kind of think about, like you were saying, resilience and just be having that belief in yourself, even when it's not there. How to find it and pushing forward. Um, I think with this tournament coming up, the biggest thing I want to make sure that I'm doing is I'm having fun. Yeah. Like, that's like, I know, like, I want to win, but I find, like, when I get caught up in winning, I forget to have fun. And when I forget to have fun, I don't do as well. I I get you, but when it comes to, like, competition, to me, winning is fun. And, like... That is... Mm. Whenever, and like whenever you go into a competition, bro, the more you think about it, the more you're gonna be just submerged in what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. But the thing is, no matter how much film you watch on the person you go against, no matter you're not in there with them. You don't know what they're doing. You don't even know what they like right now. You don't know what haircut they got on. You know, unless you're like me and you stalk them on Instagram and shit. But, but not until Thursday. Thursday is when I do my research. You know, I would have started sooner. But but uh, no, Thursday is usually when I lock in. And start like, okay, we're doing this. It's more of like I, I feel like I work best under pressure. So I procrastinate, if that makes sense. I feel you. For for me, it's just like, like like Nagas, it's not enough people to shake me, yeah. you know? The Jiu-Jitsu World League, it, so it was two things about the Jiu-Jitsu World League. I'm a big basketball fan, and being on the UCLA, like, that was court sick. floor was a little, like, it's a, it was a big deal to me as a sports fan. Um, and then there was a lot of people, bro. Like, I played college ball, but like, I hate, like, in football, you have a helmet, you know. So like, I don't. I didn't really like think they were staring at me. Mm-hmm. This, I knew there's only two people on the mat at a time. I knew they were staring at me. Yeah. So it was kind of, it was kind of different. I didn't feel like anyone was staring at me, but it was that was the competition that I gave up on myself. It was like the first time I felt like I was under the bright lights, and was like, Yo, I'm at UCLA. When in my life have I ever thought that I would compete at UCLA? Like, like I like. I didn't even finish college. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't get the school experience you got, right? Like, I ended up blowing my knee out and so many injuries that kept me from even being able to experience what I wanted to experience, you know, that those glory days, so to say. So for me, it was one of these, like, oh, this is my glory day. And it's like, oh, this is a lot. Oh, man, I'm not that. And, I, and the same thing, it's funny. I was in the middle of transferring from another gym to another gym, so it was like I was st- yeah. I was feeling off, and like I what my jujitsu wasn't right, like so it was funny. I did give up on myself. I was like, I don't even want to be here. What are, like what's the point of this? Like, what am I doing? I got no no reason to be here. What am I doing? Yeah, honestly, bro. Like, I understand like per, per, like prepping your team, but whenever I start going into a tournament, I'd lose all that. I like. Like I know they're my teammates. I'm not. I'm not gonna hurt them. But I do not care about their matches. Like mm-hmm. until after I'm done. 
Yeah. After I'm done, I'm going to be like, oh, how'd you do? What happened? Like, talk to me. But before that, I'm zeroed in on what I need to do. I'm zeroed in on what I'm liking. And then I'm like, for lack of a better term, I'm stroking the ego. Like, yeah, you're the guy, bro. Mm -hmm. You see, you see, like, like, and I guess that's just kind of how my ego works in competition. But the UCLA thing was a little much for me just because I... I was, I was like, that's a historic ass stadium. I was like, yeah. I was like, bro, and then and then they let us warm up in their locker room. You noticed that? I yeah. was like, yo, <laughs> this is nice. So that time, the it got it kind of got the best of me, and I like my uh, cardio wasn't where it could have been. Yeah, you know. But as for your tournament, dog, just flow, just be willing, uh, just go into the tournament and know like I got a deep back and I'm willing to use it. Yeah. Yeah. You wait. And then I think we're in the same like age bracket now too, dude. Oh no. Oh no. Just I gotta keep losing weight then. Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch you in an open. Nah. Yeah, you, will. <laughs> you might, you might, you might. <laughs> you know I gotta test my belt, man. Scrape my beard on this. Uh yeah, no, it's just as far as my comp, I mentally I am Everything is as it should be, is what I always say. And I, what I'm going through right now, I know, that's why I say Thursday. The second I look at that bracket, second I go, second I start watching my old matches and just reaffirming that, yo, I do have a deep bag. Oh, I do know jujitsu. Oh, I'm so much better. Oh, I wouldn't make that mistake right now. Not to say, not to hype my own self up, but having that record from every last tournament does give me confidence going into the next turn. It's like, hey, you get better. You're not going to make the same mistakes. And even if you do, you're going to figure out how to get better after this. So win, lose, or draw, you're going to get better. Just like when these dudes get their butts kicked and they come back stronger, they figure it out. They sit in that little hyperbolic time chamber. Mm-hmm. They sit in the little, the little pod. And Gravity. They, they sit still. They meditate. They're like, how do I get better? Let me figure it out. Well, at the, at the end of the day, like... Another thing you have to take into account with, like, tournaments is, like, win, lose, or tie, like, no matter what the outcome is, the majority of the population isn't getting in there. Like, yeah, there's dudes watching the UFC fight, I would have, uh, you, you wouldn't have done shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, the worst UFC fighter is knocking out 92% of dudes <laughs> in this world. Like Big facts. So, I don't, I don't think there is any shame in losing whenever you're competing, because mm-hmm. most people don't. So... I like people people get this like nervousness because it's an expectation and a and something that they put on themselves. That I understand. But like losing like feeling shame for loss, I I like that's something that I'm like, why well, do? Yeah. You know? But you're gonna do great, bro. Like you said, you win more than you oh. lose. I'm going home first place. I'm getting my gold. I want my. I've said this before. Uh, I'm getting my JJ World League gold. We're gonna put. We're gonna put that hoe right here. Put it right there, and I'm um, sign still and deliver. So when I come back and we have another episode, I'm gonna wear the medal, the whole damn thing, Jeez. just so y'all know what's up. Uh, let the chest hair hang out. Just, uh, just come out shirtless. <laughs> ah, let my let my fat fat yeah. folds hang out. You know what's <laughs> yeah. up, y'all? What's up? I would say if you do it, I do it. But I'm sure we're trying to keep viewers. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know there is something to just being confident, even with that. Because honestly, if I did it, it'd be like a huge like. I would have to check that off as like 
success in my book. Oh, like yeah. to sit anywhere shirtless and put it like publicly for the world to see. Like for me, being someone who has been on a fat loss journey, who's had body dysmorphia, who still has body dysmorphia, and has an eating disorder, right? Like I got it all, bro. I'm not even gonna pretend like I don't. And I feel like it's important that I say this for people out there who are going through that same thing to know that, hey, it's, you're not alone. It's a struggle. Forward. Discipline. Yeah. It's what we fucking do. And nah, it's funny. I, I do I do take pride in beating the super buff dudes just because I, I know they too. I know they look at us like I'm gonna lose to the chubby dude. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah, you will. You yeah, will. You are, dude. You're gonna gas out. Be cool afterwards, but you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you, bro. Okay. What is it? What do you think? is the biggest path to being monetized. Because the only path I see mm-hmm. kind of pisses me off. Okay. Like, if you become highly successful and you become like Mika or Gordon, like, that's one thing. But I know for a fact that a lot of these jujitsu Instagram guys and girls are just there because they're objectively, like, objectively attractive and they just pose up in some geese. But they're trash, bro. Like... I've trained around California enough to to have met some of these people, and I'm not going to call out any names. Yeah, but they're garbage. Yeah, and garbage. I think consistency is the biggest thing. Um, that's why I've committed to doing this podcast every Monday. Um, having worked in the film industry for the last fifteen, almost twenty years now, it's content is king. I think you know. The, the large, if you have the body of work, it's going to speak for itself. And consistency is the only thing that's going to build the body of work. So it's just doing it over and over and over and over and over. And just like with jujitsu. I think okay. that's what it is. I think for us, I think if we can get more content out other than just a podcast, that's going to help us. Uh, but I think right now, you know, with your schedule, my schedule and everything, how it's been so unsettled just in our lives in general, yeah. it's hard to dedicate that to get that extra push. But, you know, it's 2024. I'm, I'm, I'm up for the challenge. Yeah, I, just, I, just seen, uh, I just seen someone that I used to train with, mm-hmm. and she had, like, crazy likes and comments. But I know, like, I know why she got those likes and comments. she's pretty? Yeah. Yeah, pretty. pretty hey, much, look, but, ain't nothing wrong with a pretty girl. I mean, but that, the, this goes back to that. But my the, hero. The thing is, though, there's no way she's the belt rank that she's wearing. Is what okay. I'm saying. Like, I'd say three ranks too high. Really? Okay. Yeah, and that's why I was like, well, I know some gyms that will promote people um, that aren't the rank they are, um, but that far. That far, dude? I mean, I look. At, you said it. We don't know why people are promoting people. Uh, we don't know what the, the reason is, and I we don't know what the standard is. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> but, but, you know, hey, it is what it is, right? Like, yeah. I get it. Um, we were talking about uh, Mount Lady who came in and just kicked an uh, old boy to yeah. fin- finish the yeah. fight in the first episode. And hit the... Hit the and then everyone's like money shot, money shot, money shot, money shot. Like, you know, what pissed me off about her, bro. What? The next time you see her, she's like, "Oh no, my only weakness. I need at least a two lane road to get in here." 
Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yo, yo, if you don't get your big giganto butt and walk through those streets and stop this. I would say this much though. Hey, sorry, but if I was in the anime, I would have been on her neck. Man, <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, yeah. What yeah. up, though? <laughs> hey, you kind of a bum in the superhero aspect. But what up, though? <laughs> you know, uh, I, you know, in the, in the end, she did kind of help a little bit in season six. I'm not. I'm not saying she. I'm not saying okay, like she. Okay. But the first episode, your first impression of her, like she, that she's was some, she's that garbage, was, and it's kind of like, messed up. And it's kind of like what you're talking about is like, yo, does she even belong here? Like, was she promoted up, you know, in a hero organization because she's just hot? And, yeah. well, and there's nothing wrong with being hot because you know. I, well, the thing is, bro. Like, ba- basically, she took a picture in a brown belt. Mm. And I know she started training like a year and a half ago. Bro. <laughs> Yo. And, and that's where I'm like, hey. How'd you get a, a brown belt that quick? That's a, and then I, that's a dangerous game you're playing, bro. Some of them chicks are vicious when you get them mm-hmm. to like. But usually the professors that do that, they protect those people. They don't let them really roll with anyone. They let them teach classes, but they don't, they don't let them really have a challenge. They're not out there competing. Is, um, is that like a thing of credibility? Hire, hire him as a teacher, give him a bigger belt, and then pretty much you're like, yeah. It's possible. I, I mean, I don't, you've been down here longer than I have. Um, I've just seen it done um, in, in gyms. That's crazy. So. That's crazy. I'm going to pull back up to that gym and call my mom, like, hey, what's, uh, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> what's up with that, bro? Man, no, uh, man, we got to talk about this offline because I want to know what it is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of promotions, though, I know some of my homies from Vegas watched that. Congratulations, Fina, on the brown belt. Fina? I don't know you, but yeah. pot of pins, pot of pins. Professor, Professor Mike's wife, yeah. He, okay. he got to promote it to brown belt. Dope, and then dope. I think they got a new gym. I, I kind of want to check that out. What you said in Vegas? Yeah, the Cabrini school I went to. I think they branched off and opened their own gym. I tend to stay out of Vegas, but um, I could be convinced for like a couples retreat for jujitsu. Like we get our ladies uh, together, we get to send them off to do some couple massages. We go do some yeah, jujitsu. My girl's gonna be like, "You idiots! I'm going to the spa." <laughs> and then, and then, my girl go too. We it's perfect. She gonna, my girl's gonna take my wallet with her. And you know what? <laughs> and that's where we I'm gonna like. make money from this. We gonna monetize and we'll be good, right? Like that's the plan. Her, look, I still don't want her to take my. I don't care how much money, babe. You can't take my wallet. Oh, no. why not? We'll talk about it off camera. Uh, my well, so my lady had like she can have all the wallets she wants. So I don't even care. Um, nah, my my girl just a uh, shopaholic, bro. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, she's a shop. She loves to shop. Oh, so she's like me. Like, see, that's why my lady to take my wallet because like. Oh, yeah. It it ain't that she doesn't deserve it And if she asked me for it I'd be like yeah yeah let's do it But like let's spread it out You know and Let's not get the whole store in a day Yeah Or everything we can get from the store in a day Yeah Actually I've gotten better I don't really uh, shop too much The lads I bought I, bought, I buy cameras for, for this podcast oh, um, And I bought that Vegeta gate Which UPS SP is like garbage bro They're like it's going to be here Monday at 9 they're still like, oh, it's at our facility now. It's Wednesday, bro. GTFOH. That's that's shit, that shit's you know. Well, so I used to work. I've worked for DHL. I've worked for UPS. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've never worked for a USPS. But 
that shit probably like, like it's probably been there and the person who's assigned to that route, it's like under the palette or something or like, cause we, we're not taking like, there's so much stuff. They're mm-hmm. not taking it like the thing, like they're like H. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so people out there, look, if you order, like you order anything online, especially electronics, that's just getting tossed around the way. No the NFGs. Okay, understood. Understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're getting close to closing out. Uh, we're about that hour mark. So let's uh, let's relook at this show. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we head off? Like, do you have anything you watch before tournaments, or like anything you listen to? Usually, my hero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Usually, okay. my hero. Uh, it's just I, I really identify. <coughs> Sorry. Wait, no, you're good. Uh, like, I identify with just like not having powers, and I look at me starting jujitsu and being broken as me not having powers, right? Um, and there's other things that I've done to get myself ahead, but I've said it like, it's, you know, I could be better. I, I'm. There's places where I'm lazy, and a lot of that is sometimes I downplay my skills so I don't outshine other people um, because I feel like... You paid money to outshine them, though. I just, I I don't know what the balance... That's the thing. I'm still trying to figure out my own ego, right? Like, there's a part of me that says, yo, I'm the best, whatever. Everybody's in my way. I'm eating, you know, nothing nothing is going to stop me um, because... I, I just got back into Black Clover and like my superpower, my magic is like never giving up, just like Asta, right? And that's I, the guy, by the way. You like Asta? Wow, Dope. He kind of yells a lot, which gets annoying. Uh, I watch Naruto though, so like who it's the I? same. It's the same. <laughs> yeah, him, yeah, him and that's Naruto. Wizard, Wizard Naruto. Wizard, exactly, exactly, one hundred percent. So there's that of like, I want to be the best, but then I, I still think of like, man, my injuries, I can only go so far. So like the, like the thing is, bro, at the end of the day, you signed like everything you compete in jujitsu, you signed a waiver, bro. Like, so it doesn't, so I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, that's the point of doing competitions is to pretty much flex your skill, show what you're about showcase yourself you know that is the time to let the ego fly like it makes sense to kind of temper it back in class because you're in class these are your teammates these are your friends these are your people these are the people you train with like you need everyone healthy so everyone continues to get better yeah but at the tournament you know everyone pays money for that for that opportunity to put you on their highlight reel you know so why like why should it be any different from you and then one thing I've learned about sports is the people who are afraid to get hurt are the ones who get hurt mm. just because they're always thinking like they're always a step slower or hesitant because that's always in the back of their mind. I broke my toe this week, bro. <laughs> I haven't even shot. I mean, yeah, it's, it was wrapped up. Um, I've been trying to see how it works today without being wrapped up, but I broke my toe. It's my pinky toe. Look, that's <laughs> so, crazy yeah. work. Yeah, I like my man hit me with a scissor sweep and um, like my toe uh, got caught like on the edge of the mat and it just said, I was like, oh, sideways and I had to like pop it back and I was like, yeah, this this is going to be a rough week. And then it popped back out and I was like, I need some tape, y'all. Let me get some tape. I got to tape this shit up. The, the biggest gift football gave me is because I played the position I played, 
My fingers got trampled and stepped on, and my toes got trampled and stepped on. My fingers got jammed in helmets to the point where that shit's numb. Like when when I if I have a like if I have a deep grip and dudes are like yeah I'm gonna yank and see if it hurts, bro, you're gonna be there all day. Like, okay, I, I, <laughs> you're gonna be here. Break the grip right or or don't. Causing me pain to get the grip to break is not going to work. Bro, speaking of that, you know what I hate is when mud chuckers like try to dig their elbows into like uh, your legs right there. That is the that is a one way ticket for me to turn up to like whatever the highest level I got to just end that because that's annoying. Like, so there's a right way to do it. Like, if you use your forearm as like a knife to kind of like push it. Yes, but your if forearm. You're, like going mm-hmm. like that. I look at it as I look at it like this. You want to play games? The you you want to <laughs> you you want to come in here? You want to quote the genie real quick? Oh, yeah, but, in my but, house. <laughs> yeah, like we can play games. I guarantee you, my elbow hurts more than yours. There's more weight behind it. It covers more surface area. Like, we can do that. We yeah, can do that. So I just kind of like if people want to play games, we can play games. You know, it's, okay. it's always fun, and like sometimes I do enjoy those roles. You know. Yeah, they do end up being fun. I guess we can leave it there. If people want to play games, they can play games. Fuck around and find out. Come around and find fuck out. Fuck around and find out. And wear your right belts, dude, especially online. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know I know it's just getting like looser and I'm like You, you think know. the sport's getting soft? It's been going around the internet. Everyone been talking about the sport getting softer. Have some decorum. Have some fucking decorum, bro. That shit's annoying. Okay. You know? I think uh, that should be some of the things we talk about our next episode. Yeah, like uh, br- bring back the etiquette. Yeah, some of it. All of, some of it was stupid. But, some of it, yeah, yeah. You know, act your belt, test your belt, act and test your belt. You know. There we go. All right, DJ. You know what it is. You know. Thank you for tuning in again. Like, comment, subscribe. You know. If you want to smoke, hit it up in the comments. You got something to say. Y'all know where we at. You know, get over it. You know, you got something to say, get over it. Exactly. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate y'all. Stay blessed.